Hi, and welcome to another edition of Menopause Buddies. I'm joined this morning by Nudrat. Hi, Nudrat. Hi, Annie. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And you? Good, thank you. It's good to meet you here. Yeah, likewise. Uh, Nudrat, would you like to tell my listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so I'm a... Um, 51 year old um, and I have um, been working in I've worked in 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 finance for the last I don't know over I'd worked in finance for the last to, over 20 years um, and um, more recently I've obviously started going through menopause the menopausal changes over the last few years and it all really pretty much happened during lockdown um, and um, but prior to that I just started to discover some of my own personal my own, my own personal journey led me to nutrition and um, I started to study for nutritional therapy so I qualified last year oh, right. um, so that's been quite a, a useful bit of knowledge for myself definitely yes no help you along the journey mm. and and would you like to tell first of all the listeners a little bit about um, your menopause experience what's happened how you've dealt with it and yeah how it's affected your life yeah sure um so I suppose my my menopause yeah journey began a few years ago, um, and before that, I don't think I really experienced a lot of the perimenopausal symptoms. I probably wasn't as aware of them. Um, I don't think it was it was talked about so so much um, before. Uh, I suppose probably more, about five years or so ago. I don't think yeah. it was actively discussed. So I wasn't sure. Didn't really know much about it. It was only when I started to learn about nutritional therapy as I started learning myself and studying, that I realized that I was going through those changes. Um, but it's obviously now it's much more in the media and people talk about it much more. Um, but back then, I don't think I realized what was going on with myself. Um, but as, as I said, I had started to learn about nutrition and, and how, that, how that could help you. So that's how I sort of started to learn about how coming off of things like refined sugar and um changing my lifestyle because I before then I used to love spinning I used to love high intensity exercise the spinning and I used to run um I mean not wasn't a real runner but you know I, I used to like yeah. being as a way of keeping fit um but I realized that I needed my own body needed something a bit more nourishing and a bit calmer so I started to I started to get I started doing a lot more pilates and yoga and I think the yoga really helped me and I felt that it really strengthened my body and it was what I needed rather than that high intensity. It was much more calming for my for my mind and my body. Yes. So that was quite something that I probably didn't know um, at first, but I naturally started doing it. And it and I felt how it was affecting me was more positive than, than some of the other types of activities that I was doing. Um, so, so definitely from an exercise point of view, that was something that really helped me. And then in terms of the food and just changing how I look at food, really, um, my own, um, and just trying new things. I think becoming more in tune of how you react to things was quite something that I started to become more mindful of. Um, and and you know, cutting out things, how I was seeing, you know, how I was feeling as a result. So a bit of a trial and error. Yeah. Um, but I realized that for me, my own my own body, that I needed to remove a lot of refined sugar um, and how I was also eating during the day, not eating so late, um, because then that would keep me awake and 
or I'd wake up in the middle of the night. So it was, a, it was a, quite a lot of things, but it was becoming more in tune with my own body and how I was reacting to things, um, which I've never been before. So yeah, obviously the fact that I was studying nutrition, um, I was beginning to realize that the things, certain foods like the greens are your best friend, you know, broccoli and cauliflower and all that brassicas. Yeah. You can't have enough of those. And, and I think when your hormones are going, as you're going through perimenopause and going through the menopausal changes, your hormones are obviously fluctuating quite substantially. And to try and bring some, try and tame some of them um, and make sure your body's removing it all, all those greens were really nourishing. Um, and I think they're now just can't live without them. They're just you're my best friend, basically. Right. Yeah. And, and did you know when you started looking at the yoga, uh, the, the, the nutrition course, the uh, changing your, your diet, did you know that you were going through the menopause or perimenopause or was it just a natural part of your life where you t took a step back and just decided to reflect and change the way you were living? Yes, it was. It was. Yeah, you're right. It was exactly that. It was the fact that I um, was at a point in my life where, um, you know, in your late 40s, I had um, just been I'd, I'd been made redundant from my um, uh, the, the company I was working for. I'd been in banking or finance for over 20 years. And and I realized that for me, I had done all that, you know, you know trying to juggle work, family, life and you know, just general life. Um, I don't think I was, I couldn't do that anymore. I think after a while, your body does start saying enough is enough. Um, yeah. And um, so I wanted to take a step back. So I le had left that, I traveled, and I started to discover more about myself and what I wanted to do. And I'd already begun a bit of my own journey to nutrition prior to that. Um, and um for me, it sort of naturally happened, and that journey, and I realized for me, that's what I needed. Um, and I think maybe having that break from everything really got my body in tune with, with my mind and body more in tune to understand what I wanted. Um, and so then that's how my journey to formally studying for the nutrition course began. And that's when I really understood some of those changes that I was going through. Um, they were, um, you know, those changes that I was going through, my body was going through, um, that naturally I was probably more inclined to the yoga, that my body was saying, actually, I don't want to be doing that high intensity. I need that yoga now. Um, but with the food, that was something consciously, obviously done more consciously. I, I was doing that. Um, yes, yeah. We don't often have time to listen to our bodies, do we, when we're living our lives? We just sort of plow on doing the exactly. same old, same old. And, yeah, I think our bodies are always trying to tell us something, but we, we're not always got our our ears or mind open to it. No. Yeah. And, and what sort of symptoms did you um, experience or are you experiencing as you go through the, the menopause journey? So... Um... Mine obviously first started with a few erratic period. You know, my my the, the periods became a bit erratic, um, and I put it down originally. I put it down to the fact that I was traveling and was probably run down and tired. And, you know, it was running up to that, um, and it could have been a bit of that. Um, but then they steadied. They they settled down. Um, but the thing that really I think for me that was really consciously that I noticed for myself was um, I was beginning to get really. Um, 
um, sort of rashes and a lot of um, my skin was becoming much more sensitive and I was starting to have hot flushes. Um, and um, and I realized that I, I, I needed to, to remove certain foods and that really helped. I think yeah. those things really helped. And the hot flushes and, and the, the sensitivity decreased. Um, but then last year, um, so this this all really started around the beginning of lockdown as well. So that probably didn't help with the pandemic, you know, with everything else, you know, yeah. just adding to that stress, you know, that everyone went through. Um, but it did settle down. But last year when I was going through, again, a lot of stress in my life with building work going on in my house and working full time and then studying, I think for my body, it was just saying enough is, again, it was just saying enough is enough, you know, you you can't do this um and my hot flushes started up again um and um you know i'd be in places literally i'd have to strip off you know not strip off completely but you know like literally take off my coat and it'd be a packed train you know everything coming off um and um you know then i'd be sometimes dripping it was oh, wow. so embarrassing um yeah i'd feel so embarrassed that i was just literally you know sort of standing there and um and so then I, again, so as part of that, um, changed my routine. I was, I stopped actually taking the tube because I just couldn't face getting on the tube. It was, it would get so hot. Wow. Um, so, um, so I, I was, I was lucky enough that I could manage my commute without having to, to get on the tube. Yeah. But I appreciate not everyone can do that. Um, but, but for me, I managed to, to, to do that and, um, and I wasn't working um, sort of commuting every day so that was quite good as well um, and that I could manage you know, I could, I could manage it better and um, but those hot flushes and that's again calmed down um, because I think again I've, that calm is coming back into my life so I've realized for me and I think for a lot of women that st the stress is going to exacerbate those symptoms that we might be going through um, and it's it's not easy to try and you know, we, everyone says, you know, try and, you know, take things more easily, but it's not, it's not, one can't always do that. It's not, it's not straightforward to try and, you know, for me, I was lucky enough, I could change my commute or I could take a step back from work, but, um, but we all have to find a way. Um, and that's what I've realized that I've still got to find a way of having some calm um, because I know that really exacerbates my symptoms Yes, you seem to have a, a very good understanding of you and what works and what doesn't work. So w you've obviously gone down the natural route. Did you ever consider um, HRT? Um, I, I think about, I do wonder about it. Um, at the moment, I'm managing. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. A few years ago, I might not have been so open to it because my mum had breast cancer and right. um, obviously a lot of there had been a lot of discussions in the past about you, it can increase HRT can increase your risk of breast cancer and with that family history I did wonder whether that's something I should or should you know I should be considering at all um, but I know things have moved on quite a bit and um, there's a lot more research now um, and the different types of HRT so I'm open to it um, but I'm going to see how I manage and at the moment I'm feeling I'm I'm able to 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 cope and I can manage my symptoms, um, but I it, I mean I'm not just doing it with with food as well. I do sub I do take supplements as well because I know that I probably can't get everything I need 
and I need I know my body needs a bit more obviously during this stage of my life um but um yeah I mean everyone's different so they have to see what how they want how they manage and how they want to to um to, to look at addressing the, their menopausal journey because we are all different and things have changed so much in the last 5, 10, 15 years really um, in that area. Yes, no, definitely. But it, it sounds like you've really got things at the moment under control and it's, it's um, interesting to see different perspectives because some people go down the HRT route, some people do a mixture, some people... Uh, do totally natural so at the moment it's working for you and as you say everyone's different hmm. which is which is and it's great that it's working for you it would be really interesting to um just hear a little bit on the nutrition side so in terms of what you eat you know in terms of uh, what works for you and, and what you feel that you're eating helps balance your hormones yes sure. so um okay so a typical um yeah so typically i'd um I'm not a huge meat eater, um, so that's probably, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. So I do worry whether I'm getting enough protein. Um, so I consciously have to try and make sure that I'm having enough protein because, because of that. And I know there, I mean, there are lots of plant alternatives. Um, um, so I normally, I, I normally have eggs are my go-to. It's a, quick, right. a really quick and easy thing to do and so versatile. So eggs probably make a, 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 always something I start the day off with. Um, I try not to have too much starchy foods. Um, so, so a lot of bread, um, because I, again, through my own personal journey, I started to look at how my body was reacting to blood sugar. So I was wearing a continuous glucose monitor, um, which is something that you can wear that shows you how your body reacts to different, how, how the, um, how your body reacts to different foods. The, how much insulin it's producing so it's a good way to sort of monitor um you know the impact and whether you're having spikes and dips and yeah um so i was wearing i, I through that i realized that for me again this is my, my my own body that i can't eat too many starchy foods um and maybe i could before but i can't now um so things like lentils where which i used to love eating but for me if i have lentils in the evening I will keep me awake. I will suddenly wake up in the middle of the night, um, and because I think my blood sugar crashes, the lentils giving me a bit of a spike. So, so oh, really, that's food. interesting. Yeah, yeah, you, so you I wouldn't think of lentils as yeah. as a sugar spike. No, you wouldn't. But for me, yeah. that's just that's me. Whereas I'm okay with sourdough bread, but not normal bread. Um, so it's just interesting to see. So so things like that. So I then try not to eat too many lentils like I used to. Um, and just have a small palm-sized portion of lentils for if I'm going to have some, and rather have more greens. So I try and make sure that my plate has a lot of greens and vegetables um, in it. Um, um, and, and, and a good way to try and do that always is to have loads of stuff in the freezer as an emergency. Um, so, so, so greens are always my go-to. Um, so the cauliflowers, the broccolis, the, the spinach, kale, that sort of thing. Um, always try and make sure that I start my meals with something like that. Um, and have make sure that I have, a, again, a palm-sized amount of protein in there um, as well. So that could be fish. Um, make sure, I mean, oily fish. Um, 
sort of try and have some oily fish um, and then um, or a bit of lean meat um, um, and then a bit of starch so a bit of things something like quinoa or a bit of brown rice or a bit of bulgur wheat or or an alternative grain or something like that um, but um, it is a lot of I mean I, I try and make sure that even for breakfast I'm having my greens for breakfast oh wow yeah so in a uh, smoothie or no I, I I'm I'm a bit lazy sometimes <laughs> so if you just saute them quickly or just them have them as a salad so rocket as a salad with breakfast oh olive oil or in you know, extra virgin olive oil and a bit of maybe balsamic vinegar um or some lemon juice so i or just spinach leaves um so if i or i, I saute them um and, and just add them to my meal because it's yeah. just it's, it's just quick um and I know we don't have time, so you know everyone's sort of rushed off their feet. You know, got too many things to do. So, for me, I always try and find the, the quick hacks. You know, just to try and make sure I'm getting it into my my diet. You know, into my into my day to day. So, either just as a salad, or or I'm um, sautéing it quickly, um, or if I'm making something up like cauliflower broccoli, I'll make up a bit more and steam a bit more and keep it aside so I can have some the next day in my breakfast, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> interesting yeah. I can't imagine cauliflower for breakfast but you know you're giving me ideas yeah so yeah. It, it's just and, and the way to add to the all these things is um is the, the dressing so things like tahini as you're going through menopause um tahini sesame seeds uh, are, have got phytoestrogen so they're good it's a good um source of um phytoestrogen sort of mimic estrogen um and so for me, I try and look at things like that. So I drizzle it with a tahini dressing or, um, and it gives it a bit of an oomph. And, you know, at the same time, I know it's, it's something that's quite beneficial as well. Um, so they're the sort of things that I try and, the sauces and it, it's just quick things that I try to put together that gives you a lot, a lot of flavor to your food. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it sounds like you're having a very healthy diet. I have my moments. It's all about yeah. balance. So, you know, obviously, you know that when you're with family and obviously the last weekend was Eid, so it was the end of Ramadan and everyone was feasting. So, you know, it's, it's about balance. So, you know, this is what I'm doing most of the, you know, a lot of the time, but then I'm also then enjoying myself as well. You know, we can't deprive ourselves. So, yeah, I think we have to, don't we? Otherwise, it, it would be um, difficult to keep it up, I think. My granny always used to say a little bit of what you fancy does you good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, great. And Nudra, is there anything else you'd like to share with my listeners? Um, I think maybe one, one thing might be worth, you know, worth people, worth noting is, um, I mean, for me, I've coming from a South Asian background, um, Pakistani Indian background, um, these sort of things, menopause and your cycles are not something that are discussed at all. Um, and I remember when we were growing up, it was nothing that our parents, you know, our mums and aunts would ever talk about, which is a shame. Um, and I think some of that's probably still the case. Um, but I've become, I'm quite open now to talk about it, even amongst my male friends, my male Asian friends. And I think there's sometimes they take a bit of a, they gasp a bit when I say anything. But <laughs> I think it's worth noting uh, they should be aware of it um, because their wives, their sisters or you know that you know people in their lives are going to be going through this or are going through it and they need to understand they do need to understand so um 
so people are sometimes are probably not i mean as i said asian the asian community might not be so open about talking about these things even the women um but we should be um you know we should be sharing amongst ourselves amongst our groups our women's groups um even talking to our partners um i mean they do need to understand um so that's probably something um yeah Yes, no, I, I agree totally. And I think it's um, it's every community, really. We need to talk. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot more talk about it now, isn't there? And, there is, yeah. But we, we, I think it's a lot of women talking to women. We need to talk to men because, as you say, they've got, they've got wives, they've got sisters, they've got mothers, they've got colleagues. And uh, yeah. I think in the work environment, uh, women being understood is very important. And luckily... There does seem to be a bigger awareness of it, but I think it's up to all of us to keep talking and um, just just being understood, really. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, definitely. you're great. right. Yeah, yeah, every every community and everyone. Yes. Yeah, great. Well, that's been really interesting talking to you, Nidrat, and I mm -hmm. I, I really um, hope I think my listeners will have got a lot of benefit from that. What I'll do is put um, Nudrat's Facebook and Instagram. Um, details on you'll see that on the episode so you'll be able to um find nudrat on there but um thank you so much for your time nudrat yeah, it's good to talk to you yep. yeah really good okay yeah. all the best thank you yeah thank you thank you bye bye